all services that should kind of just be a right for a citizen, um, you start to see a breakdown of a lot of things in our society. So that's where it's like, you know, a lot of our decisions and a lot of the things that we do do have a direct impact on everyone's quality of life. And then if You're listening to Parenting in Black and White, the podcast where we dissect all the great areas of parenting from the perspective of black and white parents. This is Candace. And this is Paula. And I'm Eric. This podcast is about children, not for children. And some of the topics might be inappropriate for some. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone what doing? Up, what up? I'm great. Awesome. Awesome. Um, this is our 13th episode, you guys. That's crazy. What? I know. I don't know how that happened. That's crazy. You haven't been canceled yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> uh, I don't know if anyone's still listening, but if you are, welcome. And we're so happy you're still here. Uh, today, we have a topic that we have been wanting to do for so long. Um, mm-hmm. And it really is kind of what we talk about all the time anyways, but um, it's parenting is political. Um, so we want to just talk a little bit more about that. What does that mean? Um, there is actually a podcast called Parenting is Political, which you guys should check out. It's pretty good. Um, but anyways, the, the phrase and what it means to us. So we're kind of all going to take turns talking about that. Yeah. Uh, for me, I think one of the the misconceptions that happens because I've talked about this a lot. I talk about this a lot on like my Instagram and online is people there's this because of the two party system that exists in the United States, there is a very binary way of looking at politics. And so people think that when you talk about something being political, you're talking about right versus left. Mm -hmm. And it's like, that's not that like it is way more complicated than that. Right. (laughs) Um, and so it's not necessarily that it's like, you know, I am pro this political party and no against this political party. Um, mm-hmm. I would argue most of us who are who consider ourselves progressive don't like either party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it, you know, you just pick the lesser evil. But anyways, the point is, is that it, it's not necessarily about who you vote for and what party. It's just it's about everything. Like, it's how the every little thing that you do affects society as a whole affects how we make laws for a whole community right all of that so we talked about in one episode um I talked about you know dressing my son in in dresses letting him wear dresses I was like that's political even if it's it doesn't mean much to me or like it's not a big deal in my household it might be a big deal for someone else and these are things that are literally People are trying to get banned, right? Um, mm-hmm. You know, t- uh, for me, um, and I'm sure Eric can relate to this, My the very existence of my family, which is a multiracial family, is political. Like, my very existence mm-hmm. is political. Just the fact mm-hmm. that we get to live and move about our lives and send our kids to school is something that we couldn't have done 100 years ago. Mm -hmm. in this country right um and so 
so yeah, I think, you know, again, everything you do has consequences. And I think when people say, well, let's leave politics out of it. I think that is a very privileged view because it's only people who are on the sort of privileged end of society get to say that people who aren't on that Mm -hmm. end, people who are living, who are LGBTQ, who are from a marginalized group, don't get to say that politics doesn't affect them. Don't get to say that they're not making a political statement with things that they do. So Mm -hmm. I just threw a lot at you guys. Um, So I don't know, Candice, if you want to go next. It looks like Eric wanted to say something. (laughs) Eric has so much to say. I do. I'm I'm (laughs) gathering my thoughts and trying to uh, formulate a plan here without going overboard. So okay that's what i figured he he looked like he needed a minute (laughs) yeah like i'm gonna send it to candace sure i'll go i'll go i um yeah i i totally agree with everything you just said and and you know i think people get caught up with the the idea that um like you you need to shelter kids from certain topics i think that that's what a lot of people are like oh you know leave politics out of parenting blah 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 they're too young they're too this and they're little citizens of, you know, whatever society we live in. Um, right. And the way in which we parent them, the choices that we make and the way in which we help shape their worldview is political by nature. I mean, yeah. the way in which we operate, even just like you said, if you're apolitical, you're, you're just, um, that means you're comfortable with the way things are right now, which is yeah. political, right? That's, that, that's, yeah, that is a, a political statement. <laughs> right, exactly. exactly. And I think, but I love the comment that you made because um, I'm going to just try to strip it down to, uh, to something that might help people feel less, um, maybe like uh, strongly, I guess, about the topic, because you're right. It's not necessarily about like the two party system that we're kind of operating under in the United States. It goes right down to local politics, too, which a lot of times it doesn't even matter what their um, affiliation is. It's just a person to person approach. So when I worked in public health for like, like I said, like five and a half years, when I was an epidemiologist. I did all sorts of community surveys and like assessments and brought things to different stakeholders. And we tried to do things um, in a way that um you know, how can we uh, make change in our community without it always like the burden being like, you know, I have to like jump from grant to grant all the time. I, I know uh, a lot of people understand how like nonprofits work and, um, you know, that's not really like a stable way to right. support any sort of, you know, lasting change in a community. Mm-hmm. So we would try to come up with innovative solutions um, with community And, um, you know, whether it be trying to figure out if different businesses would all like um, pledge to chip in a certain amount, what for whatever it is, and it could be for, you know, like employee wellness programs, it could be things like that Um, could be like, uh, helping to uh, cover school lunches, things like that. Um, So it's just trying to think of innovative solutions. Is it, you know, you're going to city council trying to get, um, you know, advocate for, a vote for um, allocating tax dollars to certain public health pro- uh, like initiatives. And people right. don't understand like that is political. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you really like boil it down, of course, it's going to have a typical, uh, a leaning, right? When you, when you look at, um, you know, the types of things that you're funding or, um, you know, advocating for, um, 
you know, especially if it's, you know, uh, increasing access to social programs and things like that, right. um, you know, housing, uh, healthcare. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, if you can just strip it down to like, like when you're working on the community level, it's, it's not about left or right. It's about the people in your community that you're trying to, um, you know, serve the people that you're trying to, um, you know, benefit um, from different, uh, you know, systems that are in play. So that's why I think and it's important. That's why I think it's important is I think people should um, understand that there is a lot of power in it. And there's a lot of ways that, you know, it, you might feel powerless that you can you can maybe get involved with things that are on a smaller scale that actually do directly affect your community mm -hmm. um, in, in some way. Um, so I like to just uh, mention that part of it because uh, I think a lot of people don't think of, of how that is connected mm -hmm. to kind of like the political sphere, but it is, it, you know, it's, it's all, it's all there without it having to be this whole um, in your face left, you know, red versus blue um, <laughs> debate, right? right? Yeah. Totally. I agree with that. I don't. <laughs> okay, so here's, I'll, I guess I'll start from the beginning. First of all, there's not two parties in the United States uh, political system. There's right. five or six. And the right. problem is, is that we keep saying there's only two parties and we keep saying you have to vote for the lesser of two evils when that's very much so not true. The only reason why those other parties, be it the Green Party, Libertarian, or Constitutional, don't get any, any play is because we don't pay attention to them. Mm -hmm. If more of us started voting for them and started saying, yeah, this is what we care about, and they care about the things that we care about, it wouldn't just be two evils. If you totally. feel like it's two evils and you're not looking at those other people, that's your fault. And you are a part of the problem because we don't just have two, they're not just two parties running and they are not, guess what? They're the ones in charge now because we make them so. But if we voted in a libertarian, the Republican party wouldn't be in charge anymore. But the we don't Democratic have the votes. Party wouldn't the be in charge anymore. We what? We don't have the votes. I get what you're saying. And I hundred percent Sure we agree. do. We're just... the people. Why don't we have the vote? Because people, we have to, sure. We have to definitely change things. It's just, it's, I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, if it's only like, you know, you can't get, uh, you know, enough people to be, you know, in support of, uh, you know, say it's I don't like, think that's the, I think the problem is you can't get enough people to continue to hold up the fire. When you, when we elect someone to do something, whatever that election is for, we elect them and then we sit down and watch TV and don't ask them for anything. Don't hold them accountable for the things that they said they would do. We mm -hmm. don't ask for check-ins on the things that they're doing. We don't for do sure. any of them. We just well, sit there and complain. Well, yeah, some people know. Political. Things are not right. happening. Right. That's exactly just, what it is. And, and I we're mean- we're just not involved at all. Uh, and I absolutely hate it. Um, I, I do too. I mean, listen, I've been complaining, you know, here in Canada, it's a little bit different because we do have several political parties that are a little bit more- like it's a little bit more visible during election time. It's not just like Democrats versus Republicans, right? Um, but there's still certain parties like the Green Party will get usually one or two seats in parliament every year, but people don't vote for the Green Party even though they would like to because they know that the Green Party isn't going to get elected. 
Um, and so then people, again, so pe- the but whole, that's the problem. If you don't vote for them, they never will. I know. And and it's, it's a, it's a, it's a vicious cycle. And I feel you on that. Um, mm-hmm. And a, a big problem we have in Canada is where we have a divided left. Like we have the NDP party and then we have the liberals and they're both, well, supposedly left. I would call the liberal center, but whatever. And so most people vote, like they get together, they get more votes than the conservatives, but because the vote is split, mm-hmm. then the conservatives win certain seats and whatnot, right? So there, there's a lot of that at play. But the point of the matter is, is like, when we take that out of it, the it's still everything we're doing has a political consequence is the point, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, yeah. And I hate that too. Um, it, something, mm-hmm. you know, the way someone lives their life uh, shouldn't be dictated by left or right. Like when someone says, oh, that's what the left wants you to do. Like, who the fuck cares, bro? Like, live your life. That's that's not my life. I don't care about who whose side you're on when something happens. I don't care that, oh, you sent, the left sent these people in, the right sent these people to do this. I just care about the thing that happened to those people. Like, I don't give mm-hmm. a fuck what political party you were from. If you did it uh, for a political gain or an agenda, like the thing with Nancy Pelosi's husband was very much so political. So Mm -hmm. that's one thing, but going and saying, Oh, uh, you know, these people got a bunch of people got killed and it was somebody from the left that like, fuck you, shut up. Somebody's parent, somebody's kid, somebody's Mm -hmm. brother, somebody's sister, somebody, someone Mm -hmm. lost their fucking life. And it's not left Mm -hmm. or right. It's their family. Mm -hmm. And that's just the end of it. Like it's, it's not a fucking political stance when, someone needs to go and take care of their health care to get an abortion because they might die. Like that's not a political stance. Mind your fucking business. Yeah. I, 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 I hear you. And unfortunately it is because there are people that feel so strongly that they need to regulate other people's individual actions so ruggedly that they legislate to keep you from being able to do to live. But your why? Life. Why though? Why though? When I go to bed at night, white supremacy. people ain't in my bed. So why the fuck do they care? I know. I that's what I agree, and I agree. that is a and very that, good question. <laughs> I totally agree. It's you know for people who are in the, unfortunately you know, un, the way in which things are, we unfortunately need governmental protections in order to have individual freedoms. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's also the problem. The government yeah. is us. The government is the people. So when did it become the other way around? Well, when, I mean, the yes, yes, and we give people power, yes, and there's, we need a change of heart. And that's why I think, again, going back to the parenting is political, is that we, as parents, play such a big role in the home of society. Like, what are our values as a society? Um, how we treat one another? Like, that's on us. You're right. Like, 100%. That doesn't, that's not written in any law. Um, and, you know, that helps set the tone of, you know, the waves of, you know, governmental, I guess, protections, if you will. Um, I mean, yes, I agree. Tr- trust me, I definitely agree. And that's, and I think that's kind of what we're talking about here today um, is it's, it's tough, right? It's, I it's, just think it's, it's not... an excuse to treat people like shit. 
And that's just the end of it. Like, it's just an excuse to treat the people government? shitty and, and using that excuse that I'm left or right to treat people like shit and uh, say that that's why. Like, how do you, if I'm, whatever side I'm on, how do I make a law and then go home and look my children in the face? And when they ask me what I did today, say I created a law to protect them. Created a law to protect my daughter against her wanting to get an abortion. No matter what. That's how do you look your kids in the face and say that shit? I don't know. How do you Some look your kid do. in the face Great and question. say, I voted to keep uh, that kid that lives across the street from us out of your school? Yeah, that's it's a what great I did. question, okay. and that's and, and that's, that's kind problem. of going back to the parenting part of it. It's like they some of these people truly believe in their soul that okay, well, they don't need to like they're protecting they're protecting, you know, um, going back to your like uh, abortion example, they're protecting all of these unborn babies from you know not having access to life, having the ability to have life, and you know their kids and their own family because they're teaching them in a way that life is precious and you don't have sex before marriage and all of this shit, which we know doesn't work. Um, just absolutely, you know, from a but public that's health what stand I, That's what point, I mean. That's what I mean um, without saying that is. But that, that's we, in their head. If they, they do those that. things. Great. That's them. But if we stand up and say no, which I know we can, because I've seen right. it done. We stand up and say, no, those things change. And the perfect example have, for me right? like, is and they are. Yeah. when Chicago, like when this whole thing about the plastic bags and plastic was starting to be bad and all of that. And uh, in the city of Chicago, what they did was um, because they're mismanaging uh, state and city funds very badly. Um, so what they did was lose all the money to pay the pensions of city workers. So now you have like garbage people and police and fire and ambulance and all of those people that work directly for the city to serve the people of the city weren't getting paid. It's ridiculous. So they're trying to figure out how to make that money back. And so they implemented a bunch of bullshit taxes, mm. which the people of the city knew weren't, wasn't going to work. So they had a bag tax and then mm -hmm. um, they had uh a sugar tax. So anything hmm. that contained sugar in it was taxed additionally on top of the sales tax mm -hmm. already. So like if you went to a restaurant and you sat down and you ordered a pop, you'd have to pay an additional tax on your bill to support that. Mm -hmm. If you went to the grocery store and you bought a case of pop, there's an additional, like a huge ass additional tax. The people of the city protested for mm -hmm. weeks so hard that that shit went away in less than a couple months because yeah, the people said no yeah. i'm not doing that they yeah. said no they stood up and they said no fuck you you're gonna have to figure it out but you ain't getting more of my money well it. and i mean and that's, I think that's how most change happens yeah. right I, I really like there's very little change that happens because you elected the right person to office and they did the thing it happens because mm -hmm. people rise up it happens because people protest it happens because culture changes culture changes mm -hmm. before politics changes and again that's why it's so important how we raise our kids right mm -hmm. um and we're seeing this with you know as much as 
people complain about it. I, I think it's amazing. Gen Z's, right? They, mm-hmm. we, the, we, we see, we saw that in the midterms, right? Like they saved the election from it becoming all conservative because young people are getting involved and they're getting, they're going out to vote and they're voting more yeah. progressive. And, and I think, I think that the, the best message to take away from that is that they, as a young, um, you know, generation, you know, upcoming like new voters are actually engaged in the voting um in, in voting and in, in the voting process we haven't had you know that since like it was like what the 70s or something yeah um that kind what of i think they're doing i think they're like movement. fuck it i can't depend on you i can't depend on my parents to do the right thing for me so i'm gonna step up and do the right thing yeah. and they're absolutely and right. right and they're like yeah. fuck that i'm not taking your bullshit i'm voting for this or i'm saying that and this is yeah. what it's gonna be and i'm not allowing you to tell me anything different and i fucking love it i, I love that and I wish every registered voter could vote, like did. I mean, because I know there's a ton of barriers that a lot of people, unfortunately, some areas legislate to make it really friggin' hard for people to vote. Like they won't allow mail-in. They won't, you know, they don't do, right. you know, you know, early voting. They don't allow, you know, there's different people that are disqualified for stupid reasons, um, but they make it hard intentionally. Yeah. Um, which I think is wrong. I think that our citizens should get a say, you know, of course, just like, you know, Eric, you're saying like, there's obviously other ways to participate in politics without it being a direct political process. I just, um, yeah, I think that all of the ways are great. Um, no, I don't, I don't necessarily mean that. I think you should be directly involved in politics. Um, you should be direct because that's where, that's where like the major, major changes happen. But what I'm saying is, if when you get involved in those politics, you can't just get involved and then say, I did my part on the mm-hmm. general election days right. and then not do anything. Else. Right. Right. Totally. Yeah, and, like, I mean, and, and, and yeah, and I, I agree with also like voting is, you know, um, I think I, I agree. Everybody should vote if they can vote. I also mm-hmm. understand that there are people who are so disillusioned mm-hmm. by the system and particularly if you are from a marginalized group mm-hmm. that I mm-hmm. also understand why some people sit them out and I I'm not going right. to judge that right um but yeah I think it's frustrating because for example here in Ontario we <laughs> we people not me re-elected our conservative government and it's a shit show like it has been absolutely horrible um, we've had teachers strikes because they don't want to raise the teachers, uh, salaries. We've had problems with, um, we've had problems like our healthcare system is going to crap because there's not enough funding and nurses aren't getting paid. Like there's so much issues and we had like less than 40% turnout at our last election. And so it makes me mm-hmm. so angry when people complain and people that I know didn't vote. And I'm like, you don't get to complain. Like it just makes me so mad because you didn't vote. You didn't bother to go out there and try to make your voice heard. Um, you know, and, and so yeah. So I, I I have a big issue with that. Um, but but I, like Eric said, that's not all of it. That's not right. All right. That you should do, but it's the it's the very minimum. <laughs> is what I I think. Mm-hmm. Well, especially For if you're someone it's... who's gonna who does like is pissed about it, right? Like. Mm-hmm. I get to be pissed about it because I didn't vote for him. (laughs) Yeah, but for me, I understand the part of people, some people not voting. Um, I don't like it either, but um, 
because to me, I have to vote not because of, well, sure, because of the political things and the, and the things that I believe now, but I have to vote because uh, someone in my family died so that I could. Yeah. yeah. Someone in my family was suppressed from voting or yeah. hung for wanting to vote mm-hmm. or intimidated in some kind of way mm-hmm. just for voting for their their own personal or family or whatever interest mm-hmm. um so to me I, i'm pretty much required uh, to vote because of that because i've been given that opportunity that's it was taken away uh or someone fought for me to have that yeah. opportunity um but i don't i consider myself apolitical maybe i'm not um, but I am, I think I am, uh, I don't vote Democrat for everything. And I've not always voted Democrat. I've voted for Republican presidents before. Um, I voted for my own personal interests in my economic situation, which has mm-hmm. always been Republican for me, mm-hmm. um, just by the tax bracket that I'm in. Um, but when I'm voting for the interests of the people that I love and my family um, and what I see going on around me, most of the time that's Democrat. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I'm, I mean, I don't have a particular political uh, affiliation. If a Republican came in and said, fuck this whole system, I want to burn it down and start something new, I guarantee I'd vote for him. Um, that's Donald Trump. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> Kanye, you going to vote for Kanye this time around? No. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't, I doubt it. I kind of doubt no, it, no, um, but I don't know uh, if, you know, if you have, you can't just, that's the other thing. You can't just say, I want to be president um, and they just let any <laughs> fucking body do it. Like, Clearly the they do. Clearly yeah, they do. That's see, I, I want to mention that. And I mean, I'm not judging previous choices that you've had, but I, no, I, I get no, really no. frustrated with that mentality like I know a lot of people vote Republican for that reason for like taxes or whatever the economy and Mm -hmm. it's so frustrating to me when somebody who's for example trans does not have that privilege like they sure they do they have to vote for the person who is not going to try and take away their freedom I guarantee that's not true I guarantee that's not true I guarantee that there are some trans people that are in a higher tax bracket oh, yeah. that'll vote for their of course their of course people course, will yeah. but the point of the matter is is yeah like people like freaking caitlin jenner who is a jerk mm-hmm. republican right mm-hmm. but like they are yeah. not thinking about all the other trans people that come after them they are not thinking about the majority of people and what's <laughs> best for everybody and and i get that we need to take care of our own interests but it's really frustrating to me because you know, people will say to me, I've had people say to me, oh, I vote Republican because of the babies. They're killing the babies because of abortion. And I'm like, you're voting for a man who's openly racist, who's openly misogynistic, who is like all of these things, but the babies. It's just, it's so frustrating to me. Yeah. For for me, like I hear you, Eric, because I grew up in a family that voted like Republican and I used to be a political, like I, I, when I became eligible to vote, I didn't immediately become active in the political process because I didn't think it mattered. And the way things were, you know, benefited, you know, my 
the way I lived my life. I didn't see a, a reason that I had to. And my family all like voted Republican and, you know, always talk crap about Democrats and all that, um, you know, money gouging, taking all the money. And like, so, the, so like after I like, you know, continued, you know, through my education and especially when I, um, you know, went into public health, um, it's, you know, observing different things around the world and realizing there's so many different ways that there are um, to exist as a, as a society. Um, I feel like um, the biggest designation for those who are more right-leaning are those who are um, really into like that rugged individualism and, um, you know, that t- type of American mentality mm-hmm. um, versus folks who see that, yeah, you might have more taxes taken out um, and it benefits us all. Like if you like literally look at your, you know, breakdown, I guess if you don't have insurance and you don't get sick for a few years or something like then it ends up, you know, paying off like healthcare, just, just one example. Um, like, yeah, you end up, it's kind of, you actually save money, especially, you know, just that one healthcare example, if it's I mean, nationalized healthcare. How much did I mean, it cost, does it cost you to have a baby in the United States? It's disgusting. It's like over $30,000. Exactly. I've never had to I mean, pay I had that to... kind of money for anything in my life because I live in a place where healthcare is free. And don't get it's me wrong, right. there's a lot of issues with our healthcare system, right. but I never have to worry about, should I go to the doctor today? Because right. it might cost me a lot of money and maybe I'm not that sick. Like, am I sick enough to go to the doctor? I've never had to worry about that. So yes, my taxes are high, but I'll pay them for that reason. Like it just... Right. It... It blows and, my mind that people wouldn't. And, and like for me, I worked in a healthcare system, or a couple healthcare systems. So for me, like you see, okay, someone has to pay the bills of the people that don't come in, uh, don't have money, right? Mm-hmm. We pay for it. Like mm-hmm. they get money from the government. If, if like the hospital can't write off anymore, the government will give money. So our tax dollars are still paid. So you're paying insurance and you're paying for people who can't afford, I mean, in and, and it's, I think they should get care, absolutely should get care. And I think that everyone should be able to um, have access to timely care, to preventative care without, um, it, it just like, it ends up being this, this vicious cycle of, um, and people don't even realize how much uh, we end up paying for folks like, you know, for example, like Medicare, you know, you have people like, um, you know, Walmart owners, they don't pay their uh uh, employees a living wage. They don't give them health insurance. There, a lot of these people are on, you know, like Medicare, Medicaid, and um, we're paying for. So I have to pay. You know, we have to pay for insurance, and you're also paying for people, other people's insurance, right? When why don't we all just pay for everyone's insurance? If you just pay taxes a little bit more in taxes, you, you didn't, wouldn't have to pay for all those things. Exactly. But it might not be even more when you take, you know, look at how much the how much you're spending on insurance. So just that's one tiny example. And then, you know, folks like get all up in arms about conversations like that. Like, I don't want to pay for anybody else, but you don't have a problem paying police officers out of your tax dollars. You don't have a problem with uh, firefighters. That's a right. The military, that's a right. You know, like that, that's all right. They say that that stupid shit while they're sitting at a light, a stoplight. Yeah. On your infrastructure. On a paved road. Right. On a paved road with a fucking crossing guard and stripes on the ground. Exactly. Like exactly. That money didn't just come from nowhere, bud. Exactly. Exactly. And then there's a whole other like bunch of issues. You look at like even like um USPS and FedEx and all that stuff. I mean, 
um, you know, with the way that things are going with like USPS and uh, FedEx and all that kind of like driving USPS out of business. And it sucks because there are a lot of people that rely on USPS to get like um, their medications and whatnot, because FedEx and USPS, I mean, UPS will only go to certain locations they don't necessarily deliver to every single house where USPS, like the uh, postal to. service in the US, yeah. has to. They have to deliver to every home, uh, place. So, yeah, yeah, it's just like when you start seeing the privatization of all services that should kind of just be a right for a citizen, um, you start to see a breakdown of a lot of things in our society. So that's where it's like, you know, a lot of our decisions and a lot of the things that we do do have a direct impact on everyone's quality of life. And then if you look at the way in which our communities are funded, more well-funded communities have, you know, like lower crime rates versus communities that don't have as much funding and or and or the funding all goes to police. Well, that's what's what's frustrating to like, do ah, when like, you see like quote unquote rich white communities, right? Like you'll see these like rich neighborhoods. They're not against paying for each other's stuff. They're not against the school drives where they raise money for the local school. They're not against the, you know, potluck things and the, and the uh, what's it called, like a food bank or whatever. They're mm. just against that for other communities. They don't mm -hmm. want, you know, so it's like mm -hmm. within their own community. They love that. They love getting all those things. Um, mm -hmm. And it's just, that frustrates me to know. And then I see it in Canada, like people take for mm -hmm. granted, right? Like I, I see people who are happy to collect their mat leave and are happy to go to, to get their free healthcare and are happy to, and then they mm -hmm. go and vote conservative. And it's just like, guess what? <laughs> like you know, all those things you enjoy so much are socialist policies, people. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it, yeah. It, but anyways, I think, before, I, I think before, at least to me anyway, before the, political situation and climate was a ton different so you could before you could like say when around when clinton and george bush was president around those times you could vote either way and and yeah they'd be fucked up thoughts and blah 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 but you had people there that actually knew what they were doing and were somewhat out in the open and, and transparent about the things that were going on in government. Mm -hmm. Now, that's very much so not true. Mm -hmm. um, you have people like blatantly fucking lying. Mm -hmm. You have people like blatantly covering things up. Mm -hmm. People blatantly like mm -hmm. just protecting their own fucking thoughts and interests. And it's mm -hmm. not. And you know, you're right. It, you have to vote for uh, the trans people that don't vote for themselves um you have to vote for kids uh that want you know better things in their in their school districts and stuff like that but what i'm saying is before that wasn't so much of a concern as it is um not that it wasn't a concern because it was but it it, it was less of a concern of you have people in there that are that are just solely out for their own fucking purpose. And sure, mm -hmm. the people were out for their own purpose, but at least they put forth a little bit of effort to, to show you like they're trying to do something, that they, yeah. they, they're giving you one thing, at least that they said they would do. Now everything is just fucked. And like, you have no idea what's gonna happen. You have no idea what 90 year old motherfucker is gonna vote against something that involves your body or mm -hmm. something that involves a service that you need. Like mm -hmm. that shit is ridiculous. I think what, and it's 
crazy. I think what's happening nowadays is, um, at least this is my view of it, particularly in the States. I think we've, society has become more progressive over time and we have certain things like um, there's more acceptance for people who are different and, you know, different cultures and different ways of being and all this stuff. And it's, it's culture has gotten better in that regard. But I think the people who were always in power, aka white, rich, are afraid of that. Like oh, people oh. are afraid of that change because it means they're no longer in power. And so they're doing everything they can to bring back the status quo. They're doing everything they can to make you fall in place and 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 not because because people are getting too much power and they're saying, no, no, you go back in your place. Right. Right. You're not allowed to do whatever you want. This is because because at the end of the day, it is a capitalist society. And so we need you to be a little worker bee, uh, worker bee. Exactly. Continue to produce. uh, Stop expecting so much from us. And mm-hmm. so I think that's what's happening. And I think we're seeing a very, very blatant um, campaign to put people back in their place. You know, oh, for sure. I mean, the whole, yeah. the whole, the whole motto, make America great again. When the F was America great? When, when there were slaves? More. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's what they mean. I mean, if you look at some of the propaganda <laughs> like, going around, I'm not kidding at the past midterm election cycle, there were some really disturbing um, political ads where they were teetering on pretty much being openly white supremacist. Right. And like, you know, you know, you need to protect the white, like, like yeah. culture or some shit it was saying something like that and I was like appalled and that's why I think you know what we do here like we're trying to t- break down these really hard conversations about like what it means to raise a kid that is you know racially aware and humble with you know humility and like right. understanding that it's important to take care of one another you know like right. not here's the, like here's the mistake that I think you guys make um and not to not to your own like it's your own fault but here's the mistake that you make People have public thoughts and they have private thoughts. Mm. And so what they do is they'll get on and they'll go and they'll say, yeah, you know, fuck those people. And yeah, we need to vote for, vote them out and blah, blah, blah. And then they'll get in a booth and vote something totally different. Yeah, and then come out of the booth and be like, "Yeah, we need to do yeah, ban the establishment, yeah, yeah, yeah." But in that booth, that's not what they did. So I, mean, I think we make Georgia, a mistake, right? absolutely. And I think we make a mistake in thinking that because someone says outwardly that that's what they believe in, that that's what they truly believe in, mm-hmm. because clearly that's not the case. Because if it was. we wouldn't be talking about these things right now a Mm. big huge case in point that really really like rubbed me wrong is we have a mayor in chicago that doesn't give a single fuck about the people and i can guarantee you she wakes up every morning and says how can i show these people that i don't give a fuck and every day i see something And I'm like, holy crap, there are kids, people call Chicago a war zone and saying, oh, black on black crime is out of control and these things are happening. And they are. 
but here's what what's not happening um when columbus day came around a couple of years ago there was some uh riots around columbus day and around uh the laquan mcdonald trial Mm-hmm. and a couple of other things that were happening. So there were some riots, some protests. The mayor of the city of Chicago took every police officer that they had and moved them downtown. Had them, had so many police surrounding the statue of Christopher Columbus. Then, for another protest, raised the bridge that uh, encompasses downtown and like part of River North so that you couldn't get in. Hmm. Were there police on the South side? Fuck no. Were there police on the West side doing anything? Fuck no. You could see buildings. You could see shit broke. You could see, I was literally watching out of my window, kids breaking into shit and running off with it. Like sitting in my window, just watching people. when COVID came around, uh, I was no shit at work and watching the TV, watching the news, and they had uh, people walking around River North and downtown disinfecting the fucking streets. <laughs> but when I went outside, I didn't see nobody disinfecting our streets. I live on the <laughs> West Side. I didn't see nobody do that to our streets. I didn't see anybody coming out there cleaning and spraying some kind of Lysol or whatever the fuck they were spraying uh, to keep people to keep people safe. And then they were talking about how kids are out of control. They're spreading uh, COVID. They're having house parties. But where I lived uh, in the in the West Loop, you could drive down a street and fucking dog parts were jam packed with people and their fucking dogs. You you could drive down the street and see bars open uh, with with like fucking rich college kids standing on mm. the corner all huddled up drinking at this fucking bar window. But it mm. was all these black kids fault. Um, when you drive around downtown, the neighborhoods look like shit. But guess what? There's not there's not any services in those communities. There's mm. no there's no like community centers for those kids to go to. There are no after school programs for those kids to go to. There's just nothing. So you're expecting a kid that has nothing with a parent that has nothing and a caregiver that can't provide anything to be able to do something great. And that shit is super political. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Meanwhile, the hospitals are full with people who refuse to get their vaccines and Mm -hmm. do anything to protect anybody else. And you know what you see on the news every day? Another shooting happened in Chicago. But you don't see anything about this community center just open. Right. Uh, this store in, in just open. They just lost all the funding for the Whole Foods uh, in Inglewood, which mm-hmm. is considered a food desert. Um, and that Whole Foods was there to support those people. The prices were vastly different than mm-hmm. a Whole Foods in downtown Chicago. So the people needed that store because they brought the same fresh produce and products to every one of the stores, they just charged it at a different price point in the food mm-hmm. desert. Now they don't have that anymore. There was a kid, there's a kid named uh, Jamal Green that's running for mayor again, who a couple of years ago stood on top of an abandoned school 
get that part abandoned school mm-hmm. uh to ask the mayor to give them that building so that they could turn it into a community center and they yeah. would not they would not the previous mayor before her closed down 50 something fucking schools in the city of what? Chicago and they said they closed them down for a low attendance rate but meanwhile those kids that went to that school are now sitting on their porch at home because they can't go to school because the school that they are expected to go to now is in a different gang neighborhood. And there's no way for them to walk through that neighborhood safely. Yeah. It's fucked up. So that shit is super fucking political. And I guarantee if you're in Chicago right now and you vote for that fucking mayor again, don't I wanna I wanna kind of bring it all back to like parenting because because we well, that is right there. That was right. like Yeah, I mean, so like how do we and this is why why it's frustrating because I think like it's it's the same thing you were saying, Eric. Like those are the parents that probably don't have the time or the energy or the resources to be involved in politics and to be out there yeah. fighting for their kids right. to get those yeah. services, right? And right. so it is exactly. up to all of us to be fighting for those things. It is up to exactly. us. Like, if you do have the time to be involved in your school, in your PTA or whatever, it, it shouldn't just be to the benefit of your child. Like, how are you supporting so, the community? Exactly, because this is the thing. People cannot grasp with this concept that in order for us to have like a safer better whatever like more positive society we need to invest in uh those who are not thriving Mm -hmm. that is where we will see the biggest return on investment we must when everyone gets just like a fighting chance at having like a dignified life the way in which our society can operate is from a place of it's not you know it's it's maybe not necessarily abundance but it's not from a place of scarcity it's not from a place of everybody's like you know you know droning on and you know just doing everything they can to meet make you know make their basic needs met um which a lot of people do in in our you know our country and unfortunately there are so many people and a lot of them white a lot of you know white parents that will make decisions because they want to keep their kids safe because they think of like crime and all that shit when in reality they're just maintaining a, a class and 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 racial hierarchy um mm-hmm. that oppresses so many i, I mean, mean look at what was going on in the 90s all these tough on crime politicians and it was from both sides it was democrats yeah and Republicans oh yeah oh yeah that were tough on crime because that was the you cool thing it. and so parents are like yeah tough on crime we need that we don't need shootings in our streets well who is that affecting look at the central park five right like look at the people mm-hmm. like at the innocent black and brown children who ended up mm-hmm. in prison and you know the whole school to prison pipeline and then what happens when they go to prison then they can't get a job later then it's you know and then they end up it's a and whole it's, cycle of poverty because yeah. some white people were concerned about their kids being safe on the streets. Well, we're not actually concerned with the actual issue here. Like, and it's how we talk about shit. Just like, I can't even fucking stand the whole phrase black on black crime. I've never heard anyone <laughs> once say white on white crime ever. Have you ever right? heard that? I have never fucking heard that. Never. That's how it's stupid. It's so, dumb. It's it's so, so dumb. wrong. It makes me so angry. But yet we don't call it white terrorism. 
No, of course. When not. every school shooting happens, it's done by a white male, but we don't call that white terrorism. And well, and I, I can't say that no more. That fucking college kid in Idaho. Uh, we don't know why yet, but that college kid in Idaho uh, that killed those other uh, five black kids was black himself. Mm. So don't know what a his black motivation crime. was. Yeah, don't know what his motivation. Yeah, that's was. what they'll label that. One. It was obviously something. Um, but yeah, we can't, I mean, I guess we have to, we do have to keep it 100 and say that not every single, just every single, 99.9%. Yeah. And so I want to also bring up a topic that is recent, um, that came up this past week. Oh, sorry. uh, uh, Do you want to just going to say one more thing is just like, but this is the thing is you hear when, of course, it's the one time it's a black person or one time it's like they think it's a white person. They're like, oh, no, it's Hispanic. It was a Latino. (laughs) Yeah. And it's like, okay, And that's like the big thing. You never hear like white male. That's it's just, you know, it just. Yeah. I just want to hear male. I just want to hear some piece of shit did a piece of shit thing. I don't give a fuck what color you are. You did say you're a piece of shit. Like I tell my kids that all the time. It's not that that white person did this or that black person did that it's that person did this and yeah. that person is a piece of shit or yeah. that person is just doing something that's not okay well but, but i think that's is, the thing is the important white people to get notice the patterns though right yeah. because we are seeing a pattern of radicalization of white males in particular mm-hmm. like it is a thing like you you can go online and you can find these groups um it's been happening right so it, it and, and we're not calling that what it is like not mm-hmm. every single crime is done by those people but right, a lot right. of them are and that is a terrorist group they are home terrorists like mm-hmm. like whatever domestic terrorists and we're not calling it that and that's a problem mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. um yeah. so okay so I what i wanted to bring up was just this past week there was a shooting at a gay club mm-hmm. Um, the Club Q shooting. Um, you guys are listening to this a few weeks ahead. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, I think, was the perfect example to me of like the whole parenting is political because it mm. came out yesterday. Mm. There was an interview with the guy's dad. The So first of all, there's some confusion the because the, first it's like they, they were saying he is a 22-year-old guy, whatever. And now his lawyer is saying that they are non-binary. I don't know. You know, people are questioning that because it, it sounds, it, it seems a little bit too um, convenient. Convenient. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, doesn't, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. A hate crime yeah. is a hate crime. If, if anything, that just shows me like a lot of self hate. Um, but, yeah. and then, you know, they interviewed his father and his father says, um, yeah, they were telling me about him shooting a bunch of people. And uh, then they said it was a gay club. And my first thought was, is he gay? Oh my God, is he gay? Oh, he's not gay. Oh, and and this has gone viral, right? And it's just like yep. so infuriating, like to think that you think your child being gay is, is the worst worse message you've heard. Shooting there. a whole bunch of people, like no, what? Like kidding. that's the first, like that. You're like, oh, sh- oh, thank God, he's not gay. Um, your child's a murderer, like. I just, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's mind blowing. And this is mm-hmm. the type of mentality that is causing mm-hmm. all these issues is people who think that someone's sexuality, someone's gender expression is, is more important than who they are as a human. Like, mm-hmm. you know, or that and, their life in general is not worthy 
because they is choose to live their life on. differently. It's so yeah. frustrating. And and I had a I I was posting about this the other day and I had a, a nice message from someone and it's sort of I just I mean it's it's kind of obvious, but I, I love the way she put it. She was saying, you know, I'm she was like, I'm a lesbian, my best friend is trans. Thank you for speaking up for us. And she's like, you know, I can't remember what she said exactly. It was like, my friend is a scientist and I'm this. And she's like, we are coming up with things that help society. Like we are an important part of this society. Like we are helping. We are, you know, um, important members of the society and people hate us just because of who we are. And mm-hmm. and I just thought like, that is so, so poignant. Like I wanted to bring that up because you know, and not that it should matter. It does, It shouldn't matter if you made an amazing discovery that benefited society. Like just you living your life should be enough, but like every person yeah. is worthy. And how many kids on the South side of Chicago could have grown up to be something great and done something great for our culture, for our society, and were sent to prison for something they didn't do or for having weed or whatever, right? Yeah. It's just, anyways, it just makes me crazy. <laughs> You just got to wonder, like, when someone says um, they're gay and they're not able to create something, why not? Like, why? When? What? Okay, so if I tell you I'm gay, how does that change the information that I have? How does that change the benefit to society that I just created this thing? Are you not going to touch it because it's going to turn you gay or um when i go home and go to sleep like are you looking in my window and is it is is the way i sleep with my partner affecting how you go to bed um when when the bills come out on the first of the month um do you do you not want my gay money to pay like my light bills and shit like that or are you contributing to my gayness like are you paying for you know, leather or whatever it is that I wear. Or like, are you giving me money funding for that? Right. Well, what's the point? Why do you care? I don't understand I, I, it will, point. I will but never understand it. Yeah, and it, but it's and it's okay if like a uh, like cisgender couple uses all the same things. You know, like which people do. Like I'm, I have heterosexual I have gay you know, people like, in my family. I have trans people in my family. Actually, um, I don't give a fuck. Like what they, I I love them because they're my family because of who they are what they do it doesn't it doesn't and if anything i actually personally think that people like that are they have something special about them yeah yeah yeah. that is a benefit to society i I was gonna say the same thing is like they are bringing a different lens to yes perspective to the work that they're doing that they're actually adding a lot of value like actually look at how much drag queens have impacted society in a good way like they have created so much change for the LGBTQ community, for even for women's rights, like, mm-hmm. um, and so, you know, people want to hate on them, but it's like, why? They're they're not harming anybody. They're actually creating good change. Yeah, I have a really good of... friend. I have a really good friend who's uh, in a same-sex marriage, mm-hmm. and when we met, he was kind of like, uh, not standoffish, but kind of reserved. Um, and I was just who I am. I was like, whatever, cool. Like, he's like, let's hang out. Let's do, yeah, sure. Let's do it. Um, and then one day after we had been friends for a couple of weeks, maybe a month or so, he was like, I said, yeah, my sister's gay and I do this. And I, you know, I go to every fucking pride parade 
I take my girlfriend, who's now my wife. I take her to every pride parade. I take my kids. Um, yeah. We always have a blast there. We do everything that they, we have fun. Um, mm -hmm. And he's like, oh, now I understand why you're so comfortable around me. And mm -hmm. I was like, what? And he's like, well, yeah, you're a, like, you're a fucking human being. That's why I'm comfortable around you. Right. Give <laughs> yeah, a you shit haven't done anything what to you hurt want, me. What you, you're not doing anything. Like you didn't come on to me or try to kiss me or some shit. <laughs> and even if you did, I would have said, no, I'm not gay, whatever. And we can move on. Like, I don't give a right. fuck. Right. Why is that a concern of, I, I don't understand. I just don't fucking care. And yet it why is. I have to concern you what someone does in their private fucking bedroom because totally they're not weird. out with beds in the middle of the street saying, hey, I'm gay. Watch this. No kidding. Well, well what, there is people who are like, they shouldn't be shoving it in our faces. They shouldn't be oh. kissing in public and, you know, whatever. But you I know, it's but it's you ridiculous. Can, and, and so right. I was going to bring up. So Paula sent an article to us this week um, where in Texas, they're moving forward with some legislation, of course. Of to, course, in Texas. Um, <laughs> yeah, to um, make it so uh, all drag shows are going to be like a adult only and they're um, going to have it's basically a fine. So you have to be charged. Um, they have to charge like a certain amount to get in um, to cover this adult show or whatever. So this is trying to keep from the drag story times and yada, yada, yada. And it just it, again, it's going right to the political thing where it's like, you know, oh, it, it, so if it's, it's like if there's any. Um, person that is like you know what what is it like a sex Any type of like what they would consider cross where they were wearing a dress yeah like cross, yeah it, it, it whatever. would be and i'm like a drag and show. that's and that would be considered a drag show and that would be falling under this legislation which i think is funny i said this to paula so are we gonna start charging at churches because those those priests wear some pretty nice gowns you know <laughs> And they're they're pretty friendly. With what the about kids. the, the Scottish guy? You know, know the the ones that play the Kilt? pipes, whatever they're called. Bagpipes. You yeah. probably yeah. just have to. I mean, you're probably it's not going to be that bad. You'll probably just have to pay a fine and buy a gun. It was stupid. I mean, it's so stupid. And listen, I've taken That's my child to a drag show, specifically a drag show that was child friendly. Like it was named child friendly. It wasn't like in the evening with alcohol. It was there was no nudity, right? Like of course, there's certain things that are not child friendly. Um, but like a drag story time, I just I can't think. But of Hooters is fine. Better to, bring your kids to show too. my child than people somebody have their kids' birthday himself. parties at Hooters. Yeah, they it's okay to drink parties. and have tits out all over your kid. Right, that would be okay. That's okay. That's not grooming. Like it's not they illegal sell alcohol to take them to a Victoria's Secret show. <laughs> they yeah. sell alcohol at Chuck E. Cheese. See, that's like I could go on a whole. That's like a whole other rant. Like with our whole culture of drinking. Like, don't get me wrong, I like to drink. It just yeah. like it's so like yeah. yeah I don't know. There's everywhere. things that it's like I think it's inappropriate for kids. Um, but you yeah, know, that we, it's like so normalized. But anyway, um, but yeah, it's it's messed up. Like get, getting going back to the political thing. What I what I would like to see happen, um, as far as young people getting involved is all of those young people that are getting, that are right now uh, have recently graduated or are in undergrad right now with poli-sci degrees, don't go into law. Um, don't become a lawyer. Don't become a teacher. Going Get into, poli into politics. Use the degree mm -hmm. that you have to do the job that you want. Get mm -hmm. into politics. Start helping with someone's campaign. Um, mm -hmm. start being someone's campaign manager or campaign leader, start, you know, hanging around politicians and, and seeing who you like and who you don't and emulating those people and getting into those spaces. 
oh, you know, and I think that's all... your poli sci degree for something else. And I think the problem that is like, I don't know, for me, for example, I've had, because I, I like to argue, I've had people be like, you should be in politics. And I'm like, no way could I handle that, you know? But I think, I, lo- I mean, not, that, not to say that I would get into politics, but a, a lot of what I've always seen in my life is there is a very specific person who ends up going into politics, which is male, white, privilege, right? Mm-hmm. And we seem to think that we need to have that, but we're seeing more and more people come out. People like AOC, who was bartending and she was like listen I'm going to stand up for my community and I'm going to run for office and the people in her district love her like love her like her her re-election rates are are ridiculous right so you can do it like anybody can be in office Um, I know even like there's Greg Kassar who just uh, was elected to the House of Representatives here in San Antonio up to Austin area is is, uh, um, who he represents and it's he's super super progressive he's like now like basically in the squad with AOC Um, and uh, yeah I mean he's a teeny tiny super progressive dot in a sea of red so it's like it is true if you that's another that's another great example of um, of how people have public and private thoughts. Um, because while AOC is great, she's not for school choice. Did she's you know not that? what? She's not pro-choice for school. What do you she mean? Wants to, she wants to uh, get rid of charter schools and send more funding to uh, and force parents to send more of their kids to public school. But the funny thing about that is she didn't go to public school. Well, I mean, I think that, I, I mean, I, I, it's something I've looked into, um, but I, I don't get me wrong. I think she's great. But what I'm saying is, is that she's not like a hundred percent there to me. Every, 90 90 well, no of the be, stuff right? she does yeah 90 percent right. of the stuff she does is great but to me that's one huge thing um being giving parents the option to say i don't like this school or this school system doesn't work for me i want to send my kid somewhere else i want to have the option to put my kid in an environment where they learn better um but i wish that but it didn't have to be a choice think, though i wish right, all schools I, supported I, all kids right right i think that's the point is like yeah why are we part like having this it's like partially privatized school system where these kids get tons of benefits that other kids can't have any access it's to kind of all. the same argument like, as healthcare, I, where people yeah, are like well i should be able to choose if i want a better doctor if i want to pay for them well it's the same thing well you're then you're not really for universal health care aren't you though i what? think at a base level like if i get sick if I fall and break my knee or if I fall, like I'm covered because I live here in Canada and I got that. Yeah. But once I need specialization, that's where the, the system starts to break down it. Yeah. But if I go, which a lot of people here do, if I go to the States and I need specialization, I can get in right away as long as I got a credit card to swipe. Okay. But that's, I know, but that shouldn't be the, like, I don't want that to be what people are doing. I want the system to be funded enough that you don't have to do that because that's not fair for someone who cannot afford to go to another country to get medical care and people in the u.s won't necessarily go to a specialist if they don't have a like the money or the credit card limit to be able to 
to do that or absolutely that so those so that you know, base like, level yeah you're right so that base level should be there but at the same time if i work hard to do something different i should also have the option to do that if i want yeah i mean i don't think that private schools are going away but i think charter schools it's kind of like you get to have like some of the benefits of being funded publicly and no they're not all, all the but no no they're not they get the same funding that public schools get they're not they're not special charter and, schools, and most of the time like charter schools have private. to work with less money no charters are not private charters are part of the public system um but they get less money a lot of times than public schools do and they have and to work with less pay. um so no you're, you're not i mean they may there may be an instance of where if you register your kid for a charter school you have to pay a little bit more i think um but there's fees registering for public schools also uh but i'm not no they don't get more funding hmm. they get the same amount or less than than public schools do and that, oh, no, that i didn't really comes from the same place yeah i didn't mean they got more i just meant that they get more out of it because i thought that with charter schools it was there was also you had to pay to go that was no, my understanding no. of what they were so i guess i don't no, no, there, I mean, there might be some like that. I'm I'm not going to, I can't say that none are like that. No, but I do know that the money for that system, uh, they are a part of the public system. Just like the only, the only differences you have are public, private, um, like Waldorf and Montessori, and then, uh, and then uh, Catholic schools, which is a different system because they have the archdiocese provides that money. Um, but no, charter schools are a part of the public system. So well, they get yeah, the same funding. It. Mm-hmm. it just, they I mean, just get a bad rap for some reason. I think I that's an interesting debate and, and I get it. Like, I mean, I didn't, you know, like, we're probably going to send our kid to public school next year, but for a long time, I didn't want to, cause I know the public school system is messed up here. Um, and I was going to homeschool him and, and for a bit, I was going to send, I was thinking about sending him to a private school that's in our area. That's all like nature focused and stuff. And honestly, what actually turned me off was when I went to visit and saw like, this is an incredibly privileged school. And these kids live in this bubble with these teachers that live in this bubble. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, Absolutely. I didn't want that for my son. I was like, that I didn't want that. Um, and so that's also part of it. And I think a lot of people obviously are seeing that the school systems are not working for everybody, but I think we should be working towards changing it rather than just taking our kids out of it and, and, and not. Absolutely. We should. I just think that while we're working on that right now, um, I should have the option to do what I want. I should have the option not not only to do what I want, but do what I need because I can want all day for my kid to go to a private school. They may not do well there. They may do very well in a public school. Um, they may do very well at a Waldorf and not public. They may do very well in a charter school um, and not another school. Like I, I also, it's not just what I want. I also need to work within uh, what my kid can handle and what my kid needs. Because sometimes like if I have a gifted kid, a public school probably ain't going to work for them. Yeah. No, because for sure. they're just not teaching at that level. Um, I guess I'm more on the, I'm so, trouble. I've gotten over time so far into the other side that I'm like, I wish all of this was available for free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Funded. I mean, that's understandable. Sure. And, I, you I, know, I, just, I wish it was all available for free. I think it should be free. And it's the like, same with like telling me and... I have to provide a service to the community 
only after I pay a hundred grand in fucking tuition fees to get the degree that I need to provide that service. Like that's whack. Um, Yeah, I agree. You know, what can you do? But I just think until we get to that point, I should have, parents should have a choice of what they do with their kid and their kid should be able to say, well, I like this program. Um, so I want to go to that school because they provide that program, or I don't want to go to this school because I just don't like the, the, what I heard about that program. I just want those kids who live in, in those poor neighborhoods whose parents don't have that ability to even do that, to also have the options. And that's what worries me. And And again, and I mean, we see that, like, I know, for example, the school that my son's supposed to be going to is a smaller school. Um, and I was talking to a friend who works for the school board and they're like, you know, one thing that's happening here is um, there's schools that offer French immersion, right? So they have French from the beginning, French programs. And what I've noticed about this, it's it's become this sort of elite thing. People send their kids to, so like not every elementary school has French immersion. So usually that yeah. means you have to send your kid to a school that's a little bit further out that might not be in your exact district. So those schools get more funding. And so people put their kids in French immersion, not because they care about their kids learning French, but because that's the quote unquote better school, which that part is bullshit. Yeah. Right. Which ends up meaning that the smaller schools don't get funding. They don't get the best teachers. Right. And so, again, we're just segregating our communities. Right. If I have 10 schools in a block. And I get a thousand dollars. Each one of those schools should get that ten dollars or hundred or whatever. Right, or depending on how many kids they have, right? right. Like, and then you mm-hmm. use it how you use it. But the and the, I hate that every school should get the same funding. I have zero interest in sending my kid to French immersion. Like, I I don't care about him learning French. I don't think it's necessary, and I want him to learn Spanish anyway. You know, and I don't want to send him to a, a you know a quote unquote better school because like I don't know. It just it just I hate the whole segregation mm. of it, and I hate that you know, then this is like the crappy school because it's poorer, Um, Mm. you know? So anyway, so then stuff like that happens. And I think it's frustrating. Um, Yeah, I've legit been into some schools where um, I went to provide uh, therapeutic and clinical therapy services to kids. And I've seen like, I'm no shit. One time I was sitting in a library um, and I'm talking to these kids and I'm like, whoa, you guys got brand new math books right there. Like they are brand spanking new um, sitting in their library. I'm like, why aren't you, why aren't you using those? Oh, they don't allow us to touch those. Yeah, like, what hmm. the fuck are you talking? What are they there for? Decoration? Yeah. Well, they don't allow us to That's do so anything dumb. with those unless, unless, so, you know, these kids have shitty books. They have teachers that are overwhelmed um and mm-hmm. very very underpaid and it's yeah that part of the system is just all bullshit man and that's where the that's where i think the choice comes in that says like well if you're not going to make this school system better i should have the option then to take my kid uh and put them in a school system that i feel is better yeah. Um, but you're right, those, those other schools shouldn't have to suffer because of that. I think that's the issue, right? And that's because, yeah. again, that's what happens. It's either like people here, anyways, they'll bring their kids to fringe immersion. So it's better. So then what happens? That takes funding away from the smaller schools. Or they'll send their kids to the Catholic school system because it's supposedly better in some other way. So again, that takes funding away from mm. the public school system. So I think 
that's the problem. Like, and, and I, I get it. As a parent, you need to make the best choice for your kid. Yeah. But it affects everybody else too, right? But so, it should be within, it should also be within the community because mm-hmm. the, the school is a part of the community. The mm-hmm. school should be the community. Um, and so we should all be coming together and saying, okay, right now our school's not great and I don't want my kid here, but what can we do to make our school better so that my kid will want his kid here, mm-hmm. will want their kid here? What yeah, can we do? People don't you know, think what that do way, we though, need yeah. to do to change those things uh, to make that happen? And and yeah, you're right. That doesn't, I don't, I want my kid to learn Spanish only because if you go to the States, that's something that is oh yeah um, super helpful help you french ain't gonna help you in america i'm sorry it's just not french barely um, helps but, the only reason french is helpful here is to get into politics like to be in government yeah, yeah. They, they only really te- have it as an option in new hampshire because it's so close to quebec montreal yeah so <laughs> yeah, so yeah um, i want to kind of wrap this up a little bit because i know we're getting into time but I want to bring it back. I wonder if we we need to do another episode too, because we got got into politics and less than the parenting is political piece of it. I think. I don't know. I think that we did. We did. We did. Yeah. But but I want to talk about like what are those things that we can do in our everyday life at home, like outside of of course voting and being involved in the community, all those things, right? What do you what are you doing with your toddler in your house today mm-hmm. that is political or is going to affect the community as a whole. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Other than not, you know, one thing, for example, not telling them that it's horrible to be gay so that they end up going shooting a gay burn or burn. <laughs> um, I don't know. Eric, do you have ideas? Um, yeah. So what I do is, uh, like I said, um, I teach my girls that a particular race didn't do something that person did um i also uh require the people around my kid to do the same thing um or if not at least keep that shit to themselves mm-hmm. um i also mm, well i mean my my baby's young she's only not even two yet so we you know i think um a lot of the cartoons and stuff we watch now like have really good messages in them Mm -hmm. um and i and i see them coming out in her and i see you know she says thank you a ton um Mm -hmm. she says oh sorry excuse me daddy i did this yesterday she said oh excuse me daddy i burped um (laughs) and you know it's just things like that like i think um you know teaching uh, teaching without forcing mm-hmm. the engagement of gratitude and platitudes um, mm-hmm. are working out for us right now. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't force my kid to do something that she doesn't want. I won't mm-hmm. allow anybody to tell her, oh, give me a hug and blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not yeah. doing that. That's um, so body boundaries. Yeah, Especially so because like, I think that's a huge girls. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's Absolutely. a huge thing for everyone to be doing with their kids because it's not only going to keep them safe it's going to help them grow to be safe people to be around um, yeah and think of others you know and how they interact with other people we do the we do the same thing we're really 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 conscious about that and I think the other thing that we do is be, me and my wife have hard conversations in front of our kids um 
and we talk about like the things that uh like in the episode where we talked about um raising mixed kids and having the option to say i don't care about that thing or let it go um or you know why does it need to be like that but you get the option because you're white and i'm not i don't have the option to say let it go or i don't care um so we have those conversations uh with each other and she's there i don't know how much she's taking in i don't know how much she's obviously not understanding the the totality of those topics but i'm saying we don't shy away from them uh yeah. just because our kid is around um mm -hmm. we talk about things that are happening in our community and things that we like and don't like within mm -hmm. uh people um and so you know we're not scared to to do those things and we're not scared to apologize to each other and apologize to our kid when we make mistakes yeah um I'm not afraid to say, I'm sorry, I did that wrong. Uh, mm -hmm. I am not afraid mm -hmm. to show that I am annoyed because you just threw all those toys on the floor. Uh, and I have to, I'm going to be the one to pick them up because I know you're not. Uh, so yeah, I just, you know, what's appropriate right now, we just, we don't shy her away from or shield her away from yeah. a lot of things. Um, I do shield them away from like, things that are inappropriate. So I don't play mm -hmm. inappropriate music in the car with my kids. Mm -hmm. um, I just, you know, I, my wife doesn't care. And yeah, it's just music, but I just don't do that. Um, mm -hmm. So I'm not playing like WAP or something like that in my car with my, my girls in the car. I actually um, played that one time. And then as I, as I was like, oh, whatever. And then as it went on, I was like, okay, I really need to turn this off. Yeah, this is really, really, really bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Funny. And like some people don't care and there's nothing wrong with it. But that. my son loves It's um, About Damn Time. He loves Lizzo. Oh, That's her favorite song. <laughs> that's like <laughs> one of her favorite songs. Or she'll get in a car and if we turn on music, she'll say, Daddy, Doom, play Doom. And she means uh, that song Numb by Marshmallow. She loves it. Oh my that. God, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, I don't like, and I don't watch ratchet ass TV with my yeah. kids. Yeah. Um, I don't do that because I don't want them. I don't know. I just, I'm just uncomfortable with them exposed to shit like that. Yeah. Um, we watch it, it at night a, we're together, yeah. but I don't watch it with my kids. Yeah, we do. We do a lot of this. Well, very much so. A lot of the same stuff that you, your family does, Eric. Um, another thing that we do, um, kind of like on the micro scale of like parenting stuff, is like trying to like not um, like push things that we like on our um, on our son and let him like freely express like how he likes to do things. For example, like if he's like dipping his peanut butter syrup waffles in ketchup. I'm not like saying like, ew, you know what I mean? Like it's silly little things like that, but it's like, so you kind of just let people do their thing. Like, even if they yeah. do things differently, like I don't do that. I think it's nasty, but he's eating it happily. I'm not going to say shit because he's eating at least, you know, but like, and then if, you know, sometimes like I'm doing something, he doesn't want me to do it or like, you know, cause I'm doing it like myself, whatever the thing is, he doesn't want me to do it. I'm like, I understand you don't want me to do this, but I'm going to do it because I need to do this for me. Um, like, for example, if we're exercising or whatever, sometimes he gets really upset and um, just helping him understand like you know, there are things that you have to sit with discomfort. Like, um, you're not always going to like have everything exactly, um, you know, perfectly, you know, go exactly your way or whatever. And not in like a terrible way, just that people need to do things for themselves. Um, and you know, you have to honor and respect that. Um, another thing that we do, because again, we have a white son, I try to be conscious of well, one, we moved away from a really white area just so he can be 
more just like, uh, you know, exposed, you know, just in community uh, to folks who do not look like us <laughs> with our really pale skin tone and, um, you know, just way of being like, uh, you know, different cultures and whatnot. And in, 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 like I said, New Hampshire was really, um, you know, just very white. Uh, and we like read books about race. Um, he, if I say racism, he knows what I'm talking about. Um, I don't think it was too young to start talking about it because um, I, it's just something that, again, uh, as you, we've talked about before, it's like if you're born with black skin, you know that from the day you are, you know, understanding words and what people are saying about you. Um, I mean, that's just, just how society is. So just trying to help him understand that people are different and we celebrate those differences. Um, you know, we get to go up and play at the park and there's, um, you know, kids with beautiful, you know, different skin tones and different families speaking different, you know, languages. And I love that he gets to have that kind of experience. Um, and those are just the small things that we do to try to help, um, you know, help him see that it, we live in a, you know, a society where people do things differently and help him honor and cherish kind of those, those differences. Um, and I think that that kind of like lays the groundwork for, 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 for what I believe is a better society. Um, that reminds yeah. me the other day, the other day, my oldest was like, daddy, what do you get when you mix mayonnaise and ketchup? And I was like, nauseous. I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> no. not gonna lie. I like but that. If you mixture. like it, cool. Like I, if you like that, great. Do you, but nah, I'm good. <laughs> I, oh yeah. Kids are gross. gross. <laughs> I don't even, yeah, I don't question the things my son eats either. I'm like, okay, whatever. You like it. Um, I didn't get that. I got the, you know. Yeah. Oh, that's gross, yeah, exactly. you know. And I, I get think, yelled at about that a lot too. Like I'll say, if I yeah. say, oh, I don't, that's gross or I don't like, like she'll legit yell at me and don't do that to her. And, and yeah. I have to think about, okay, I, that was fucked up or that was wrong. Or yeah. it's not that big a deal, but still don't do that shit. Um, yeah. so yeah I do get I do do that I say that out loud and I get yelled at for it but I mean I think hey, you're hey, allowed call, to say yeah. something you don't like but I think yeah. it depends on how you do it like are you doing it in yeah, a way yeah, of yeah. like no way you're not allowed to do that or are you saying right. no, 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 no I'm I'll, not into no, that I'm but doing you do it like, you you know yeah right, no right, I'm right. doing it like um she'll want something and I'll like she likes yogurt I fucking hate yogurt so <laughs> she'll be like oh yum yogurt and I'll be like oh that's gross and then don't <laughs> Don't say that to her. She likes it. Leave her alone. And I'm like, okay, you're right. Like, I'll, yeah. I'll let it go. But I'm sure the difference is you're like, you, you still know, give her the yogurt. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I'll still yeah, give like, her the yogurt. You know, I'll, still, I I'll said feed that. her the like, I know yogurt you like if she it. wants me to, but I just don't mind. But, ugh. Yeah. Grossed out think, the whole time I'm doing it. <laughs> but that's the thing is like, you know, that's, uh, I, I think that these tiny little steps that we take as parents and like just even just having the ability to show that like, just because someone has power in a relationship they they or like or seen as the leader or whatever it is it doesn't mean they have like total um you know total domination of your whole life right they it, yeah so yeah. It, it helps them be more if you will free thinkers i hate yeah. that i hate that term but it's, it's true i mean being being co-opted <laughs> yeah they're able to have flexibility and um, well, that's the thing know, like and and I want to just acknowledge for anybody listening, like, it's not easy to raise kids this way either. Like, <laughs> you know, my son is three and a half now. He's at the age where, you know, there's a reason they call them three nagers because <laughs> they have a lot of attitude and he argues back with you. Right. And you'll say something, you know, it's, it's really funny now. Cause if you ever say, well, I said no. And he goes, I said, yes, <laughs> you're just like, okay. And, and you know, I, I laugh because I'm like, 
you're right. Like, there's no reason why my no is like, you know, law, right? Like, we, you know, we need to be having conversations about things. And so sometimes it's frustrating because you just want him to listen and do the thing mm-hmm, that you want mm-hmm. him to do in that moment. Um, and I do think there's a time and place for that, obviously, because we need to keep our kids safe. Right. But I love that he stands up for himself. And, and I see that in the way he interacts with other kids and he's very kind and loving and, you know, he, 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 he will, you know, interact nicely with other kids, but he'll also be like, no, I was playing with that. Or he'll be like, I don't want to do that. You know, he has a little, Mm -hmm. a little friend, like his, his bestie. And she's just a very assertive little girl and like very kind of, I hate to use the word bossy because that's like always you already said assertive that's good right and so she'll be like let's do this and he's like no (laughs) he like just says it really like nonchalant like he doesn't make a big fuss about it he's like no I don't want to do that I'm gonna do this like you know and I love that about him and I'm seeing that as he's getting older and yet of course it's hard because sometimes I'm like just stop asking questions and just Mm -hmm. shut up and listen (laughs) (laughs) you know um this but, is what but, the toddler does she'll be like she'll be like daddy cookie no baby we're gonna eat dinner okay cookie let's go <laughs> yeah. what did i just say yeah don't they don't care yeah. <laughs> but that's why we have i really think like this is how we're raising kids who are not gonna be like oh cool the government wants to do this to us okay mm-hmm. let's just bend over backwards and take it no, they're mm-hmm. going to be like, fuck you. I deserve better. And I want mm-hmm. that for mm-hmm. my son. I want exactly. him, you know, I think I gave an example in the podcast, maybe a couple of weeks ago. It's like this kid that was told by his teacher that durags were bad and like were mm-hmm. a gang symbol or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the kid was, and the kid took that and put that on TikTok and like, you know, made a big fuss about it. I want my son to do that. I want my son to be the kid who's like, yeah, no, you're a racist piece of shit. and Mm -hmm. and we're gonna hold you accountable for that um so so yeah so I mean you know we want that and then and there's a time and place and that doesn't mean you need to be disrespectful um I think that's where also people take it the wrong way where we're raising kids to be like disrespectful little shits like that's not the case um I just think respect is earned on all sides I can be like respectfully fuck you (laughs) Okay. I can do that. I can respectfully tell you to fuck off. Yeah, I'm, I have no problem with that. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so that's I think how one of the many ways that we can change absolutely um, society. Um, with all due respect, sir, eat a dick. <laughs> eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> I would be so proud of my son. Oh You're gonna, we're gonna all be the parent. Like the school calls, and uh, your t- your child said blah, 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 to the teacher, and I'm gonna be like, oh yeah. I'm gonna say, <laughs> what did she do? <laughs> what did the teacher said, do to deserve it? Right, exactly. What did she do? Yeah. Um, anyway, but yeah, I think, that's, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, I was just gonna say, yeah, I, I don't have any other um, pointers or other thoughts to to add to our um, parenting is political episode, but. Yeah, I think all just to say that, again, to people who are listening that everything you're doing is political, whether you want it to be or not, (laughs) whether you've made a conscious choice or not, if you're upholding the status quo in your home, that is a political stance. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's unfortunately it is. Yeah. (laughs) 
yeah. I mean, it shouldn't be, but it is. Um, yeah. and mm-hmm. You have to think about that and you have to think about, you know, and there's, I don't even think that there's anything wrong with if you want to, if that's what you want to do, like, cool, be, just be authentic to who you are. Um, but if that's who you are, then great. Like go forth and drive on, have power. Uh, but also understand that other people have the rights to be and do who they are and what they want also. Um, and they deserve to do that uh, without interruption uh, or reprisal. They deserve to do that without being, uh, you know, humiliated for it or physically hurt for being who they are. Like It's one thing to tell mm-hmm. me, oh, you fucking snowflake and blah, blah, blah. That I can handle that. But mm-hmm. doing something physically to me is not okay. Um, mm-hmm. And I shouldn't have to defend my being of being a human being. Um, and if I have to do that, then fuck you. If I have to defend my political stance, I'm all about it. We can debate because that, you know, you might change my mind about something or I might change yours. But to an extent, though. You're not going to, yeah, but because... you're not going to change my mind about where your fucking hands go like they belong in your pocket yeah but for example like they're trying to change now um they voted against a law like to that protects like interracial marriage and gay marriage right um that affects me so like that is like if you're voting for that if you're voting to change that you are directly affecting lots of people gay people people Mm -hmm. who are in interracial relationships like so, I mean, yeah, we can debate about it all you want, but you're debating whether I'm allowed to be a human. And I think mm-hmm. that's fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, well, I, I don't, I well, you. I think, oh, <laughs> fuck, man, I, hate, I think that I'm, I'm, if I say I'm not voting for that, am I, I'm not necessarily voting against what humans do. I'm voting against what services you're allowed to access or what rights you're allowed to access maybe. Mm-hmm. And I guess there, there's like a fine line and you can't, like it's blurred and you can't really say one thing without the other. Yeah, um, it's like but, saying, oh, that, you know, Jim Crow, like, oh, well, they, they yeah, have freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Which they're just not allowed to sit in the front of the bus. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, so, like, yeah, yeah, sure, you have freedom. That's but... the hard, yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> right? I, I, it's like, yeah, what is right. freedom? Like, right? you shouldn't be voting on what affects the well-being of another person i think um, unfortunately that's where we're at hard. That's the it's problem. hard not to yeah, that's right. like i wish we could vote on how much taxes you want to pay and what school district you want to do and what shit. what you know Who's i want you to vote for that, for that shit but you i want to vote mm, i can't I think i'll that. pay a million who's voting for that I'm like not, i want you i want to be able to vote zero. on you know what you were saying about aoc right like i want to be able to vote on charter schools versus no charter yeah, schools yeah, yeah, i yeah, want to yeah, vote yeah. on those topics but i cannot when there is a party that wants to take away the rights of people so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my issue but anyways mm-hmm. i know we're, <laughs> we could go in circles about this yeah. um anyways thank you guys for listening yeah, and, uh, i'm sure yeah. you'll have thoughts I, we want to hear your thoughts guys we're not hearing from you guys I know you're listening, so shoot us a message and let us know what you think. So we can. I can see you're listening. Listen, <laughs> I have, a, I have a, a friend in the NSA, so I know exactly. Oh my god! Oh my Log god. in and listen oh to our man. podcast. I know you're there. Leave That's a up. review. Leave a comment. Do something. Yeah. <laughs> let us know. Okay. Good. Love you guys. See you next time. See ya. 
Thanks for listening to us this week on Parenting in Black and White. Be sure to check out the links in the description to connect with your favorite hosts. Oh, and Candace and Parlors are there too. Make sure to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. And if you really like us, do us a favor and give us a review. Visit our anchor page also in the description to leave a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. Don't forget to tune in next week. Until then, keep being that dope-ass parent that you are.